Rackhouse Ramblings, episode number five, take one. Hi, this is Rackhouse Ramblings, episode number five. My name is Jeff, and thanks for listening. Well, as you can probably tell, I didn't go on our backpacking trip to the Smokies. You know, the, the day before we planned on leaving, REI sent us an email to cancel the trip, and uh, it was a bummer. It really was. You know, all the months of planning, buy new gear, and even like all the mental preparation kind of just went to the waste. I guess, well, you know what? What are you going to do? So uh, we're staying put. I'm going to sit here and sip some bourbon and ramble on, so keep listening. I got some interesting stuff to talk about. I'd like to introduce a new sponsor to Rackhouse Ramblings Podcast. It's DNP Painting. For your interior and exterior painting needs, call DNP Painting at 586-383-3578. These are quality guys. They do quality work and they use nothing but Sherwin-Williams paint. I know them personally. I trust them as fellow first responders. You can trust them too. Call DNP Painting at 586-383-3578. Call them now to reserve your spot. Their spring and summer schedule is filling fast. That's DNP Painting, 586-383-3578. Okay, my plan for this podcast was to talk about uh, the trip down to Tennessee, the backpacking, you know, and I guess the whole trip entirety, but not just the backpacking um, is important to me, but like the driving, the adventure, the getting there, that's the part that I like. So in my head, I had all these things picked out. I was going to stop at uh, my favorite place to buy bourbon. It's called Liquor Barn, and it's the chain of stores in Kentucky that uh, sell all kinds of liquor, not just bourbon. So if you've never been to Liquor Barn, picture a grocery store without groceries. It was just all liquor, all beer, things like that, wine. It is literally the size of a grocery store. It's a chain in Kentucky that I really like going to. Uh, They have a great selection. I love just hanging out in the bourbon aisle. I'm talking a whole aisle, top to bottom, left, right, full of bourbon. But not this time. So, uh, oh, you know, another stop I had in mind was I always like to uh, stop at Kentucky Fried Chicken when you're in Kentucky. So if you don't know, KFC stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken. There's probably some people that don't know that, but they used to be popular because they fried their chicken. Nowadays, frying isn't so popular. But anyway, so um, when you're there, I swear it tastes better. It's like being (laughs) being in the Kentucky homeland. And I was even going to try one of those new chicken sandwiches. It's the one in the commercial that has, uh, instead of a bun, it's two donuts sandwich between a chicken sandwich between two donuts that was the one I was going to try and then you know another one of the my favorite things driving down I-75 um there's an exit in Kentucky called Big Bone Lick yep (laughs) it's called Big Bone Lick and uh just for the fun of it I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode uh if you've driven down uh through Kentucky you know which one I'm talking about then uh, our other segment um instead of if is it real or is it fake I'm going to spend one segment Um, talking about the corona crap and that's from like the first responder point of view and i'm probably going to dish a little bit so listen to that that segment it's a good one uh and then in the bourbon spotlight this week i'm going to do evan williams black label and then at the end of the podcast we have another surprise for you uh you got to listen to this it's pretty cool it's a uh surprise that russ and i put together for you and then last i want to call out to uh 
the listeners out there. Um, I want to, of course, I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, using Podbean. I can see numbers and downloads, and I can tell you they keep growing. And it just uh, is. I'm so grateful that you guys listen. But I really appreciate it. But what I'm getting frustrated with is the software side, and I need help. So I'm going to reach out to you guys. If you or someone you know has um, any experience with social media stuff, I'm not very good at that, and how to get my podcast listed on Google and iTunes. So please, please, please get in touch with me. Reach out to me. I really appreciate it. So I've been spinning my wheels for weeks now, and you've heard me say it before. And on Podbean, they give you these step-by-step directions, and you cut and paste, and your uh, RSS feed, and this feed, and that sort of thing. And I swear I'm following it step-by-step, but I'm just not having um, any luck. And also, I'm trying to link my Instagram page to this. I want you guys to be able to, as I talk about something in my show notes, I want you to be able to click on it. So whether it's a book, whether it's a website, or even a picture of me podcasting, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And it's just a couple of settings in Podbean. And once I set it up, uh, we really don't have to mess with it anymore. So um, if you know anyone, I'll be happy to pay for your time or whatever. Uh, reach out to me at rackhouserambling at gmail.com or leave a comment uh, on my Podbean or send me a text if you got my number. Um, like I said, I don't mind paying for your time. It's just a few settings in here that I'm having trouble with. So that being said, uh, let's get on with the show. Okay, in this segment... I'm going to vent about this Corona crap. You know, the president, he goes out, this is wartime. And I'll tell you what, we're on the front lines and I'm seeing like panic, desperation and stupidity. And I mean, absolute stupidity. So I was on duty while the president was speaking live. Of course, he's speaking live every day on every channel. And uh, he's speaking live and he says, uh, stay at home, blah, 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 stay at home, blah, blah, stay at home. Oh, finally stay at home. And you know, the next thing you know, our tones go off, and and so we guess what? There's life-threatening 911 call, and it's for you guessed it. Someone thinks they have the coronavirus and they want to go to the hospital. It's like no shit. Weren't you just watching on every channel? It's probably on your TV. Stay at home. And it, you know, did I mention the stupidity that we're seeing? Is <laughs> absolute stupid people out there on the and we're seeing it every day on the front lines. I wish I could tell you about showing up at someone's house. And you hear all this verbal diarrhea about how they think they have it and they need to go to the hospital. And, you know, in my opinion, I swear there are people that want to have it so they can post it on their social media, some triumphant thing about them getting uh, coronavirus. And we're not making this up. It's almost like they want to convince you that they're that uh, they're sick. You know, after we take a temp and everything and we break the news to them, guess what? You're really not sick. So, And with all this, we have a like a new response. And of course... Most of you listening already know about this, but for the people that don't, what it means is um, we have to put on, they call, it, they call it donning your full PPE. So what that means is you're putting on your personal protective equipment before you go talk to the patient. And now we're only doing one person talks to the patient. So we uh, might go out, we're a group of five, right? And But only one person is supposed to approach the patient and they're in their full protective gear. And that means not just the N95, but it means gloves, it means eye protection, it means overalls, it's like no shit. This is, this is, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a quite the spectacle. So let me paint you the picture, uh, a fire engine and an ambulance show up in front of your house. You know, our lights are flashing. These five superheroes step out, da, 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 the capes unfurl, hair's blowing in the wind. Oh no, scratch that. No capes, <laughs> no hair blowing in the wind. This astronaut looking paramedic steps out in his full protective gear 
goes up to the porch and he stays on the porch because now we're not going inside this contamination zone that you might call a house. But so you, you hear what the person comes on the porch. They tell you their 911 life threatening emergency complaint. And so our, our astronaut paramedic breaks out a thermometer, takes their temperature, and then they go on with uh, an evaluation, do blood pressure, pulse oximeter, and all that, give them a quick assessment. But guess what? Even if you have a fever, even if you have a cough, even if you have a sore throat, you know, just like the president, the Surgeon General, all the news stories say, stay home. No shit. There's no vaccine. There's no cure. You just stay home, you rest, and you ride it out. And I wish people would get the would understand that they just don't seem to get it so here i know i'm preaching the choir but i just had to spit all that out it it feels good to vent sometimes oh wait i I have to talk about this so this past week we get an email from the city and myself and other first responders if you the email says if you don't want to self-quarantine at home we can take up residence at the city's uh senior activity center yeah, <laughs> I did. it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. So after reading this email, I kind of like let it digest for a few minutes. So this vision comes to my head, and here's this, uh, the senior center is a gymnasium and recreation area or whatever. So I, in my head, I'm visioning a gymnasium full of cots, a bunch of firefighters kind of all whooping it up because <laughs> you know how we are when we get together. Woohoo! firehouse vacation. I'm thinking, this is going to be pretty cool. Sign me up, man. And you s- picture this, you know, a bunch of guys with 14 days to kill. <laughs> Where do we start? So uh, how about dodgeball or floor hockey? And then you, I can hear in my head, who's ordering pizza? And don't forget beer. And, you know, I can see it now, like this whole gym full of rowdy firefighters with each other for 14 days, right? <laughs> So then I think the intent was there, but I don't think it's a good idea. So I go home, I mentioned this to Anne, and the first words out of her mouth were, you guys would kill each other. <laughs> so I'll end it on that. I just had to vent. I wanted to uh, let it out. So thanks for listening and stay right there. We'll be back with the next segment. House Ramblings has a new advertiser at Seaver Tree Service, 586-904-1367. For professional tree trimming, they're licensed and insured. Call Hans Sievert for an estimate. Sievert Tree Service, for all your trimming and pruning needs to complete tree removal and stump grinding, 586-904-1367, or check them out on Facebook at Sievert Tree Service. That's C-Vert, V-E-R-T, Tree Service. Big Bone Lick, Kentucky. You heard it right. Big Bone Lick. (laughs) It might be my favorite exit on I-75. Of course, my second favorite is exit 69 on Big Beaver Road. (laughs) Um, Big Bone Lick is exit 171. Um, If you're a snowbird, long-haul trucker, or just like an immature person like me, you know it on I-75 and driving through Kentucky. Um, It's a pretty well-known sign. Uh, You know... I was going to stop there on the way down, and I compiled all this information. Not stopping there, I said, you know what? I put some work and research into this topic, so we're going to talk about it. Um, I didn't know this, but this part of Kentucky, Big Bone Lick, is uh, connected to some of my favorite people in history, like Lewis and Clark, like Daniel Boone, Thomas Jefferson. No shit. 
So, um, like I said, it's on I-75. You're going to drive south. You drive from Michigan, drive through Ohio. You cross the mighty Ohio River into Kentucky. You drive through Covington and through Florence. And not far past Florence, you'll see exit 171, Big Bone Lick. Now, it's not a town or it's not a city. It's a state park. Um, this is in Boone County. Yep, named after Daniel Boone. And according to Wikipedia, the park is 526 acres. Just has a bunch of nature trails in it. So, um, one of the things the area Big Bone Lake is known for, they call it the birthplace of North American vertebrate paleontology. So remember, like days like Thomas Jefferson and all that, if you were in Kentucky, that was considered the far west. And actually, that was even part of a Virgin, uh, part of uh, uh, the Virginia Territory. So. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, they visited the site. It was known for a long, long time uh, among Native Americans because of the mineral salt, the lick, they call it, that was found uh, in this area is like natural sulfur springs. So what happens is this salt, this mineral, attracts animals. And so hunters know this, so they hang out there too. And because of the, the natural bog and the marsh around the area, the animals would get stuck and uh, eventually their bones get left behind. And now this area is known for like fossils and things like that. So um, I say now, but really hundreds and hundreds of years, long, long time ago, um, bones were being found in like a mastodon and other giant bones. And that's why they called the area Big Bone. And because the lick was the mineral, that's how they got the name Big Bone Lick. Um, the funny thing was in the 1700s, it was called Elephant Bone Lick because people caught, thought they were elephants there. So um, it turns out Thomas Jefferson made this area popular. When he wrote a book, it was called uh, Notes on the State of Virginia because back then there was no Kentucky. That area was still con considered the Virginia Territory. And uh, that was in 1781, that book came out, Notes on the State of Virginia. And he made uh, mention in his book that there were large bones found there. And he believed like all these things need to be studied and preserved. They were called like natural wonders. So he even went so far as to purchase that tract of land right there uh, where Big Bone Lick, as a matter of fact. So he even went on when he was president. Um, and made the Louisiana Purchase. He sent Lewis and Clark on like their famous uh, journey of exploration. And one of his priorities was to find out where the mastodons settled or where they went. He was under the impression that they weren't extinct, but they just migrated out and they moved on. So one of Lewis and Clark's uh, priorities was to find where these giant mastodons went to. Um, so that was one of the, and so it was so important to him that Jefferson made uh, Lewis stop at Big Bone Lick spend a week there just to become familiar with it. And that was before he went on to meet Clark in um, Louisville. So that was kind of important. I thought, I thought it was real interesting because I like anything Lewis and Clark. So um, Big Bone Lick was part, uh, became a Kentucky State Park in 1960. And in 2002, it was named as part of the uh, Lewis and Clark Heritage Trail. It was named a, a Heritage Trail site. So I thought that was interesting too. And then uh, I found Wikipedia helpful on this as well. So um, what I did is I started at Big Bone Lick State Park, kind of dug deeper from there. What's kind of neat, if you scroll down from Wikipedia to the uh, portion, it's called External Links, and you choose the highlighted parts called History and Documents from Big Bone, Kentucky, you get sent to this other page and you will see that uh, there's a lot of history there. You get the other page lists ton of documents that mention Big Bone Lick. And they're all really interesting, like uh, documents from Daniel Boone, Thomas Jefferson, a whole bunch of other people. And it goes as far back as 1762, um, where the uh, Native American was describing it. I thought that was pretty cool how, how uh, popular the place was. So 
I think I've, I've probably told you more than you ever want to know about that crazy sign on I-75, uh, Big Bone Lick. <laughs> so I'll uh, end the segment right there. If you want to know more, I'll add a couple of links to the uh, show notes uh, for you guys to check out if you're a geek like me. Uh, they'll be on the uh, podcast notes. There you go, Big Bone Lick. We'll be right back. This week's spotlight is Evan Williams' Black Label. Don't be uh, don't be fooled by the Black Label. <laughs> I guess the funny thing is when you when you think of Evan Williams, this is what they're known for. It's called Black Label, and um, when you look around, it's not hard to find. It's every cheap liquor store you ever went to, and if you're in the nice liquor stores, don't look up, look down, because this is pretty much the bottom shelf uh, bourbon. You know, um, I wouldn't call it. Uh, I guess you'd say it's cheap stuff, but really it's not. They call it entry level. This is the bourbon you'd drink a, a shot of at your deer camp or part of it. Like if you had a, a shot in a beer, this might be what you have in your shot glass. So we'll start with that. I went to um, their website, evanwilliams.com, uh, to learn a little bit more about uh, the black label stuff. And they call it, the, they're actually, I'll quote it, our Kentucky straight bourbon is full of character and simply done right. Named after Evan Williams, who opened Kentucky's first distillery along the banks of the Ohio River in say, 1783. It's aged far longer than required by law. The result is a bourbon that's smooth and rich and easy to enjoy. That sounds really good. That's like a, it is, I guess it is a commercial. So it's 86 proof. They call the color a medium amber. And the nose is light with deep vanilla and mint. The taste has notes of oak, brown sugar, and caramel, and has a medium to long finish. Sounds pretty, pretty fancy to me, but for uh, $15 a bottle, <laughs> $14.97 at my local party store, I said we're going to, for a 750 ml, uh, that's a pretty good deal. Hopefully it tastes better than it costs. <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, I have to tell you, I, I have an affinity to Evan Williams. So years ago, while Ann, Ann and I were visiting Louisville, uh, we were in downtown Louisville walking down Main Street, and we stopped in. It's called the Evan Williams Experience. And it was it's kind of like their miniature distillery tour. Um, and, you know, it was more or less my introduction to bourbon. I mean, I'd seen bourbon and all that, but this was like uh, my part of my introduction to education, right? So we had this guide and he was really great. He was enthusiastic, he was excited and really enjoyed talking about bourbon. And at the end of the tour, we had a tasting and uh, one of the selections was the single barrel Evan Williams. And you, it sounds funny, but from that day on, I was like, hook, that's my go-to, the Evan Williams single barrel. I mean, I've tried dozens and dozens of bourbons and I always compare them to that Evan Williams single barrel. And I really believe uh, that it is the best value uh, for a bottle of bourbon, a single barrel. I pick it up whenever I'm at Meyer or Kroger, as a matter of fact. So, And in this spotlight, we're going to do a little bit different. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have three bourbons to uh, sample. First is going to be, of course, my favorite, the Evan Williams Single Barrel. Second is going to be another favorite of mine. It's going to be Angel's Envy. And third is going to be the Black Label. So between all three of those... Uh, we're going to price compare. And I'll tell you what, it, the pricing goes from uh, almost $60 a bottle at Angel's Envy. The Evan Williams Single Barrel is $29 a bottle. All the way down to <laughs> half of that is the Evan Williams Black Label at $15 a bottle. I thought it'd be interesting. Hopefully you guys uh, find it interesting too. So what I'm going to do is uh, pour a few sips here and we're going to sample them each and we will uh, give you a little bit of reaction. I I'm... Hoping, I hope I get surprised. We're going to find out. Let's see what we can do. 
I'm going to pour uh, a sip of each here. Let's see. And like I said, first one's going to be Angel's Envy. The second one is going to be Evan Williams Single Barrel. The third one is going to be the Evan Williams Black Label. And I can tell just from the bottle, the part of the price difference is the Black Label is a twist off. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't expect a cork for $15 a bottle. So first one, Angel's Envy. That is really, really smooth. You can never go wrong with some Angel's Envy. I like that one. A really good finish, uh, very soft. I shouldn't say soft taste, but there's no burn. That's one of, one of my uh, criteria for a bottle of bourbon. I do not like that acidic burn that you feel going down your throat. My next sip is gonna be the Evan Williams Single Barrel. Wow, very different taste from Angel's Envy. To me, a lot more caramel, a lot more, almost tastes like a, a nutmeg or a clove. And then again, a really, really smooth finish. I like that one that uh, does not burn on the way down, but actually is a little warm. And last but not least, let's see what we can do here. The Evan Williams Black Label. And you're not hearing anything because what I'm doing is I'm smelling, they call it the nose, and I'm smelling the single barrel compared to the black label. And the black label is a much milder nose. Oh, there is quite a bit of difference. The, uh, the Evan Williams black label definitely has a, a more of a, I should say a, a harsher finish. Not as bad as I thought, not as uh, a bad a burn nearly as I thought for $15 a bottle. Yeah, not nearly as bad as I thought. Hmm. You know what? I, uh, I have to say it's, uh, I expected a lot worse, but that is uh, not bad at all. The Evan Williams Black Label. Huh. You know what? I would, uh, if you do not have it in your collection, I would say you might want to grab a bottle of this. This is something to really put into your uh, taste pairings when you want to compare. I tell you what, compared to a, a $60 and a $30, this $15 a bottle is uh, a pretty good value. I would definitely uh, consider having it in your collection. So there you have it. This week's Bourbon Spotlight, Evan Williams Black Label. You can read more about them at evanwilliams.com. And uh, thanks for listening to this segment. We'll be right back with more stuff. Okay, the final segment of episode five is another song from, uh, from me and Russ. And you guessed it, we did it again. We, we wrote a song and recorded it. I know it sounds goofy, but we have fun doing it. So last week at the fire station... We were joking around about all this corona crap and social distancing and all that stuff and um, trying to keep her social distance and not shaking hands and all that. And we started improvising all these makeup, making up our own greetings and things. So, you know, we can't do a fist bump. You have to do an elbow bump. And then Russ decided he would uh, put his hands together like he's praying, kind of bow forward. And he says, namaste, like a yogi, you know. <laughs> So we all start doing this namaste and we start laughing at each other and how funny it is. And then I, I kind of insert namaste back. And I said, oh, namaste the fuck back. And uh, so we were joking around with that. And I thought 
you know, it, it was funny. It's really funny. And um, so we laughed, thought nothing of it. And, you know, fast forward a week and me and Russ um, wanted to write a song. And sure enough, that's what we thought about. Namaste, namaste back, namaste home. We kind of build on that. And once we started, we couldn't stop. We just kept laughing and laughing. And we we're trying to, you know, as we're choosing the words for this song, if you listen, it's pretty funny. And if you pay attention, it's about being sent home for two weeks, being bored. So you try yoga and, you know, but I won't give it away. You guys listen to yourself. So we try to find humor in all this tragedy and it's our way of letting go of stress. So at the, at the station, we have to laugh about these sad things because you know what? Uh, actually, people think it's like disrespectful, immature, things like that. But if we really took it all serious, you know, the sickness and the loss and the tra- we'd probably be crying like little babies. So don't take it all so serious. And um, when we wrote this song, we were laughing. And I uh, hope when you hear it, you'll, you'll laugh too and smile and uh, hope you enjoy it as much as we do. So uh, enjoy this, give it a listen, and namaste. <laughs> you start it. Send me home Cause it cleared my throat Said don't come back Without a doctor's note Got in my truck Drove down the road Started thinking about Two weeks alone Surfing the web For something to do Thought I'd give this yoga a try or two And I'ma stay home And I'ma stay here And I'ma stay right here on this couch and crack a beer And I'ma stay home And I'ma stay here And I'ma stay right here on this couch and crack a beer After two weeks Never felt better My chakras Are on another level Big gram and bacon So I will start my day Downward dog Namaste Namaste home Namaste here Namaste right here on this couch And crack a beer I'ma stay home I'ma stay here I'ma stay right here on the couch and crack the beer <laughs>